of one of one with me and my brother Elijah Gardner. It's been a minute. Episode three? Yes, sir. I think it's episode three. If it's not three, then it's four. I forget. It's been a minute, bro. We've <laughs> we've been off the map for, for a real. But we're back. Me and my boy Elijah. He's back in the in the haze house with me real quick. What's good with you, bro? How you been? I've I've been alright, man. Not too bad, not too good, but I've been alright. How about you? Good, bro. I've been chilling, bro. Better days, but been chilling, bro. Yeah. Um, what you got planned this weekend? Seeing my girl, and uh, we'll celebrate Halloween together. Do the whole staying in and watching scary movies and baking stuff and all of that. All of that good stuff. Have you ever been like a big fan of like passing out candy on Halloween? Um, are we, do people still do that? Yeah, for real. I haven't seen much. I feel like trick or treating has died down. I will, if an area encourages it, then yeah, I'll, I'll leave candy out. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'll pass, pass it out. Yeah. That's a big time commitment, right? I be there. feeling like people be going to the buckets and just throwing all the candy in that shit. That's the thing. I, I don't care enough. If y'all, hey, <laughs> I was that kid too. So if y'all, if y'all do, I'm only putting out one bucket. So. <laughs> 
Everybody else is fucked. Hey. <laughs> um, what's next? So, I was good. I, I, this weekend, I have uh, Owen's baby shower. Really? Yeah. So, I got that. That's cool. Just chilling with Sam and the guys. A bunch of my friends from college are going to be there. A bunch of my friends. I, I got to get him so. some diapers or something. Yeah, or a I'm stroller. Getting some, I'm getting him some diapers. You can't go no wrong with them diapers, boy. No, sir. Can never have enough. Yes, sir. But, um, damn, we got a lot to talk about, so let's get into the show. Yes, sir. I want to start off with candy. Let's start our Halloween. What is the worst Halloween candy to you? Easily candy corn. There's no use for it. I agree. I was like, <laughs> it's not, it's supposed to be sweet. It's not, it's chalky. Uh, I agree. And then, you know, those like those other candies that you Do they still make it? Like, like our company still no, put it. In, like I know, I see the bags of candy, but like, what factories are really mass producing candy corn, bro? bro? You'd be shocked, especially around the time. Like, I hate candy corn. Next month, I'm gonna hate eggnog. I fucking hate it. You like eggnog, bro? You don't like eggnog? I do not fuck with eggnog, bro. I do not. What fuck you mean, eggnog, bro? I don't fuck with eggnog. What is it? What is it about eggnog? I don't know if it's, it's not a Do you get the store-bought eggnog or homemade eggnog? Bro, my mom gets store-bought, so that's probably... No, bad. yeah, okay. Store-bought eggnog is the worst. That shit fucks with yeah, my stuff. Yeah. I gotta... I don't know how, but I gotta give you... And I've been dying to get the recipe from my mom because Your she knows around... She goes stupid around Christmas time because she has her traditional stuff that she makes mm-hmm. like we have i help her make um we make cookies together so we'll make bird nest cookies which is basically like sugar cookies um with like a thumbprint in it and you fill it up with uh, whatever jelly you want um and seven layer cookies um which is as a title suggests um and then she makes eggnog which man i don't know how but i you gotta have some I'm not eggnog guy, bro. I've just never been an eggnog guy. It's too my mom. It's too eggy at the store. Not enough nog. Way too much egg, bro. I used to have a stepdad. It's got to have the little freckles in it. The brown freckles. The, the brown shits. Is this? Is it's, that like spice? It's, the, it's yeah. Yeah. It's your eggnog. If it's a yellow eggnog, it's ass. Yeah. Off rip. Yep. That's it's bro, not a I good eggnog. Color too. I be seeing niggas get like the cartons of them. Not the cards, but the the jugs. Oh my god! Niggas gotta remember the ingredients in eggnog. That's why you don't get a gallon of it and drink that bitch because it's still it's like you wouldn't drink a gallon of milk just off for it. Yeah, no. (laughs) I like I do like milk. Niggas be getting on my head about that. I do really. Bro. I seen how milk was made one time, and yeah, don't now I got I'm not, it. I'm not watching. That's the thing that niggas hate about me. They be like, "Bro, have you seen the way milk is made in the puss and shit?" Oof. I be like, "Don't tell me," because I'm still gonna drink it. But if you make me watch it, I'm probably not gonna. I'll get other forms of. I gotta get that artificial milk. Like, I get two percent. I gotta get like uh, um. Them bougie milks and whatnot, where it's made like, from like stuff what? other than a cow and shit like that. Like what? Uh, well, I can't get what is it? Nut milk? Ooh, uh, nut milk uh, sound good. But uh, I think the shit like sunflower milk and they're making milk out of everything these days. Denim milk. Hey, bro. <laughs> 
I fuck with Levi Milk. Levi Milk. <laughs> I fuck with uh, what's that milk? Almond milk. That shit is good. I've only had it once. You know I can't have it because I got uh, nut allergies. Oh, but yeah. um, I I did put it in. I think I used it to make waffles. And those were some of the best damn waffles. Yeah, man. Man. Mm-hmm. I'm milky sweet as hell. That shit good, though. That shit fire as fuck. It is. Um, but the, I was talking about the the Halloween candy, the one that used to come in, like, the different color wrappers, and it was, like, the same shits. Which ones? I got to show you a picture. Halloween candies back in the day used to go stupid, though. Today's kids will never right, know. Like, name brand candy, like, think about it. You got your bucket right in, like... You saw this candy in there. Which one would you not eat, bro? Besides candy corn. Um, off rip. Shoot, candy corn is definitely number one. Um, probably Twix, not Twix. Um, Kit Kats. Ooh, butterscotch is fucking nasty, bro. See, all of that butterscotch Snickers and all of that. Oh, those. Yeah. What What are those? I don't even know. I, for the people who are listening, it's the ones that, like, they come in, like, different color wrappers. It's like church candy, almost. I like the texture of them. I never liked the taste. Though. Candy torn is so fucking gross, bro. Did you ever get into those, you know, those, like, gummy um, Krabby Patties and stuff like that? Did you fuck with Yo, those? bro, those just was fire, bro. Thank you. Niggas be saying those was ass, and I would be like... Uh, really? Because <laughs> I fuck with them, right? Sorry, bro. When you did you trick or treat as a kid? Hella. Did you? Uh, what type of kid was he? Like, if they left the bowl out, are you only gonna take one? Are you taking a handful? Yeah, my mom's always with me, so yeah. I went with, I went with friends usually, like the friends in my neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Um, they'd be like, Elijah, only take one. I'm like, Shut up, nigga. And I take, <laughs> I take, I take a handful. If I see they're not peeking through the window, or I'll like, take a handful and I'll dip. This year, I took be... handfuls of bags of popcorn and I'm allergic. Bro. Just for the hell of it. <laughs> this era probably got it worse, though, because now they got like those ring camera like doorbells and shit. So niggas is watching. Mm-hmm. So they're moving. Put that shit back. Niggas is like, uh, take one. <laughs> hell yeah. I've, I've seen that. that I've seen them videos all the damn time. <laughs> I've seen the video that little nigga was like, he was going to take the mail. He was like, I was, I was just kidding. <laughs> nigga was like, I was just kidding. And then you try to play it off with his badass. That's just every week. Um, what is your worst Halloween memory? Worst Halloween memory? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think in Columbus, there was this party that damn near everybody in the city got it. You know, we ain't have much venues for parties in Columbus. Worst slash funniest, I meant. Um, I ain't get invited to the party. And I seen mad niggas having fun. So, um, I was, I was mad close from calling 12 and be like, hey, y'all, there's a, there's a, (laughs) hey, I need y'all to shut the party down. (laughs) Fuck them niggas. But I didn't, cause I was like, I can't have niggas thinking I'm calling police. So like, like off off the strength like that, but. I was real close to saying, man, fuck these niggas, man. I ain't had no damn fun. Y'all can't have fun either. What is, like, a one from, like, when you were younger? I was definitely... I had this neighbor who was a friend of mine. We were pretty cool. 
Um, but sometimes you pissing me off. His older sister was our chaperone. I was for sure trying to bag his sister by the end of the <laughs> trick or treating thing. And she was, I think, when I was eight, she was like sixteen. Oh yeah, this nigga was going for them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she came back when I was of age. She was a dub though. I was like, hell no. <laughs> hell no. You got ugly as hell. Trying time did you wrong. God damn. <laughs> what about you? Uh mine was You remember like the, the scream with the, the the blood? Yeah. Yeah, I used to hate those shits, right? Really? Bro, every I used to thought that was the funniest mask. Bro, I was like long ass from the age of like seven. Long ass nigga. Yeah, bro. But six to like from six to like almost I ain't gonna lie, almost like twelve, bro. Damn. I used to see them shits outside, and we got to that point where we were getting older. My mom would enforce us to go trick or treating, and like I would still see them shits, and I'd be like, bro, these are the worst ones ever, bro. And you just see it's like pumping in a. I used to like, bro. I used to cry, Elijah. Like my mom used to have beat the shit out of me because she's like, "Nigga, it's fake, bro. Chill." You never know. Sometimes, sometimes niggas use Halloween as like the perfect time of year to if you was gonna do a crime, yeah. just dress up as a nigga. Oh God! In Columbus, it was just dressing up as clowns and still killing these. And actually, did did you ever fuck with haunted houses? I think I've only went to one. Really. Mm-hmm. I can't. I'll go. I can't go with my girl. I'm I did one time, and we I couldn't be scared, school. and I wanted to be scared. When we were in high school, that one that they be having down there, I always wanted to zombie talks. Yeah, I've always wanted to go to it. I never did because I know how I, I'm not gonna go get myself. I'm not gonna go get scared for fun. Like I don't want to pay niggas. The I didn't like that one because I was like, this seems very low budget. You went to it. Nah, mm-hmm. but I've seen other niggas like Snapchat themselves there, mm-hmm. and I was like, this seems pretty low budget. And I don't know, like, if I'm gonna pay for myself to get scared, it's gotta be, <laughs> it's gotta be a pretty nice, like, them haunted hay rides, those are pretty cool. It's oh, like, like, you get on like, a stack of hay and you go into like the, yeah. yeah. The haunted houses, I don't fuck with too much because. One time, as a kid, I had got dragged. They weren't allowed to touch niggas. So, nigga just went rogue and dragged me down the hallway. And I was like, whose crib is this, man? Is this this nigga's crib? And he just took me? Because if so, I don't fuck with this shit at all. I don't fuck with haunted houses and shit like that. I did. We had a haunted student union last year, and I went with my girl. I tried to use humor as a, a coping mechanism for how scary them niggas is getting because they really did come full force with that shit and I, first of all the line was backed up to the parking garage and I ain't, I didn't know there was a line uh, so we went like, we skipped that shit completely and nobody said a word niggas was like going upstairs and shit mm-hmm. all throughout the it was niggas looked at us mad as hell and after after we left I understood why but niggas obviously probably saw how large I was and <laughs> wasn't trying to do all that. But bro, I made one of them actors laugh though because she was pretending to be like a Satan worshiper. Mm-hmm. And I was like, first of all, bitch, I'm Catholic. Nigga, she started dying laughing. hell no, nigga. Have you like awesome Halloween shit? But like when you're home alone, like. 
Do you ever get nervous that somebody's in the house with you? When I was younger, like now, um, with my caregiving uh, job, I have felt that way before. Like I've, um, I've heard talking when I know everybody's asleep. Um, I've heard like the wood um, screeching as if somebody was walking, but again, everybody's asleep with me. Um, and obviously these are strangers homes. So, uh, I've had that as far as somebody looking at me, I felt like cameras were on me, Mm. but as far as like a ghost or something looking at me, I've always, uh, I've always kind of been like, you can't fuck with me cause I got God on my side anyways, but I've seen videos of like them skinwalker uh, things. Mm-hmm. It was like, I think they're like demons that pretend to be people. Uh, and it's real. If you look at videos, that shit kind of crazy, uh, which is wild how people will still think like that stuff doesn't exist. And it's like, no, nigga, it's documented. But um, <laughs> they're basically like, hopefully, I ain't summoning one right now. I'm talking about it. But they basically would like take the form of you or somebody you love um, and will kind of trap you by like, they'll be like, come here, come here. Uh, and then you'll come there and it'll just slide it here. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. And like, basically the only way you can, only thing you can do is just not go over there. Like not listen. Which is hard because the temptation. Exactly. Is there. Exactly. Yeah. That shit. See, that's why I just stay prayed up. <laughs> um, I always wonder what would they do if you had smoke for them, though. They're like, come here. And you start running at them with, <coughs> with an AK. <laughs> easy, got, easy, easy. I got another one for you. What is... We talked about this last week on the show. What is... um? What is a... What is, what's the word? What's it, what's it called? What is a... Uh, <coughs> A theory, like one of those theories that you believe in. Conspiracy theories? Conspiracy theories, yeah. All right, so check this out. Um, aliens are on Earth, and they're Antarctica. in Antarctica. Antarctica. I so check this out. That. So I, check this I out. About, I said that. So I said aliens are on Earth, but not Antarctica. Be, uh, the United Nations, every, um, every country after World War II, when Nazis tried to um, use Antarctica for a camp, which all the way you're already thinking, you can't even inhabit Antarctica. Why did they try to use Antarctica for um, a base? After World War II, um, for some reason, every nation that can't agree on anything all agreed they're not going to use Antarctica for anything war-related. Um during that time also there is a dude it's called like operation base jump i think he had basically flew over this ice wall um and he he documented seeing all types of strange creatures and he was like hey y'all there's an issue and he came back home um and he wrote this all down in his diary he came back home and was talking about seeing these massive ships 
that were shooting, trying to shoot him down from going over this ice wall, um, seeing these strange creatures. Um, he gets home and tries to talk about it in a press conference. Mm-hmm. He was supposed to talk about it in a press conference. Um, he, he, he dies the day before. His son gains recovery of his diary. I can't remember his name, but if you Google Operation Base Jump, I think, mm-hmm. um, all of it will come up. Um, they had to uncla- uh, unclassify this information back in like 2018 when basically the government had to agree to uh, unclassify a bunch of documents about extraterrestrial creatures. Um, his son gained recovery of the diary. Um his his son is then found by himself dead in an abandoned factory stripped naked um pages ripped out the diary um this was like back in like in the 40s and so um there is an there is another there's another guy that said he went um and he said he saw these massive ships so basically it's a theory that there's this super government um, that's controlling the other governments. Um, that's saying, like, kind of for human safety and um, to not piss off these aliens, I guess. Um, that you can only, even when researchers go to Antarctica, there's certain parts that are just not allowed to go. Um, and some people theorize that the world is spherical. But in Antarctica, you can go into the Earth's core, like it goes into itself at the bottom of the world. Um, and they say some people theorize that's that's what's in Antarctica. That's crazy. So I believe if you think about it, though, why would they not be like when you talk about when you start talking about? I know people like areas of the ocean where we can't physically go. Like no matter how advanced our technology has gotten, we cannot go to these places because of the pressure. Or, uh, again, Antarctica. These seem like perfect... I believe aliens exist. I again, with... I also um, do you, do you subscribe think- to the multiverse theory. And I feel like because of that, it's hard to think aliens don't exist. Do you think that there's aliens in, like, Area 51? Um... I heard also heard that people think that there's an Area 52, but the government is just not telling us to buy it. That's interesting. I do think there's aliens in Area 51. Um, I think there's more so alien spacecrafts there. Um, also, I don't know if you ever seen the clip, but I think it was the Canadian Prime Minister that would they had asked him about aliens and he basically I don't know if he's still alive or not um spilled the beans completely and he was like um they do exist and they're actually in um some of the major countries governments they're called we call them tall grays they're basically tall slender humanoid people they don't really talk um Mm -hmm. but they're extremely intelligent and they kind of uh provide our protection um and everybody room got quiet as hell and he's dead ass the room got quiet as hell 
He goes, all right, any other, um, any other questions? And everybody's like, did this nigga just try to slide over? <laughs> Did this nigga just say yes and to an alien question? Bro, that's kind of creepy, bro, when you think about it. Like, there's a nigga out here that looks like a nigga, walks like a nigga, eat like a nigga, but he an alien. I always thought that it's kind of foolhardy to believe there's not, it. like, to think in this constantly expanding universe of ours, we are the only ones, like, like, um... How how Earth is called an, a Goldilocks planet because the conditions are just right for um, humans to exist for millions of years. Um, to think there's no other planet in a constantly expanding universe, and if you believe in the multiverse theory, um, one of infinite universes. Um, to think you're you're the only planet, I think, is honestly really self-absorbed because, like, uh, I don't know. It's just probably that just doesn't make sense to me. I wonder. Yeah, no. How do you feel about the whole JFK thing? Have you seen the video yeah. of his assassination? Mm-hmm. So, so, like, me and Owen talked. Owen, that was his. He says that. He doesn't think the Oswald did. He thinks the Oswald died, tried to kill him. But he feels that is, did the guy that was behind him, like, when everything, like, he feels that the guy behind him actually, like, his security killed him. So if you, if you've seen the video, I've seen it a few times. Go back and look at the video. So Oswald was certainly a part of the operation. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a guy standing in the front and he did go on trial he was holding an umbrella the guy yeah and he's spinning the umbrella mm-hmm. he's seen him spin the umbrella that's a signal Oswald missed the signal and if you um, if you notice JFK was shot um, in the front of the head Oswald would not, was, he yeah. didn't have that angle uh, He that was Oswald yeah neck was Oswald um, the fatal shot uh, was frontal, and if you look at the video, the driver, once he sees the umbrella spin, that's a signal that he missed. So now he he turned around. You see a quick pop. Why would his wife scoot to the back of the car? And if you look at the car, whenever you see like pictures, if you go to the museum. You see, uh, it's two rows. There's three rows to the car. So already, I always thought it was fishy because if you watch the videos, it's three rows. Why every time I see pictures and whatnot and memorials, it's a it's a two row car. Why would his wife scoot to the back of the car if the shot came from the side? Why wouldn't she duck? Because then she get there like. The and if you look room. afterwards too, the vice president at the time is seen. Uh, winking to the general at the time. We should look at that. As he's consoling JFK's wife. It's crazy shit, huh? Bro, we should work. <laughs> look at the umbrella, man, and look where the shot is coming from. You gotta slow it really, 
slow it down a lot and you'll see the driver turn around the exact moment JFK's brain is blown off. And you'll see his wife points at him and moves to the back of the vehicle. Because he... You got me thinking now, like... We're putting it on. We put. So it I always felt because there's always there's always whenever stuff like this happens, you always have your scapegoat person, unaffiliated with the government. That's real. Uh, and then you have the government official that's responsible for this whole operation. Um, and the person the person with the umbrella when he was on trial, he said he was merely just trying to troll JFK. Basically, we all know spinning an umbrella is not a troll. <laughs> that's not. That's not making fun of nobody. Um, so I always felt like Oswald was the pawn in this situation. Probably took the money. All right. Um, we're, we're putting it on right now. Me and this nigga Elijah, we finna dissect this real quick. Right on the show. All right. He got me thinking now. Uh, this is one of my favorite theories. Marilyn Monroe's deaths was shortly after. Have you looked into that one? Mm-mm. Um, if you if you look at all of the personal accounts of the people that were there on that day when she died, they all say they saw this man. Um, he had a needle in her arm, uh, and then he walked out. And this was around the same time Marilyn Monroe was talking about how she wanted to expose the Kennedys. And when Kennedy died, it was he wanted to expose some of the problems that's going on in the government. He was talking about how black people are being mistreated in the country. And he was also talking about how rich people are uh, basically calling all the shots at this time. I think the only thing I really got into... And he had a lot of shit going on with foreign affairs at the time as well. I, the only person I really got into was like the... Bill Clinton and Monica Lewinsky. That one always, um, that one always kind of fascinated me. Um, Hillary more so, because again, if you look into that, a lot of people close to that came up missing. Uh, and Hillary's name, people. Hillary's name is mentioned in damn near every trial. But they only talk about like the semen stains on her clothes. That's all mm-hmm. they talk about. I'm trying to see this. Tracks the limousine and maintains President Kennedy and Governor Conley at center frame. This version is only in slow motion. So you see, it's three seat, uh, three rows, right? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to look for the umbrella guy. Oh, he got shot already. Nah, not yet. Nah, cause she's holding him. Pop. Oh shit. Front of the head. It was from the front of the head. You're right. See, look at the driver. What's he holding? Pop. Front of the head. She got to the back of the car. Driver turns around, holds up something. Pop. Now look at her. People in the in the in the second row, they duck. She gets to the back of the car. Was that Oswald misses signal? That shit crazy. Mm-hmm. 
this to me this is one of the least thorough assassinations. Boom. Clear as day. Ain't that crazy? That shit crazy, bro. Damn. You literally just over the shoulder, pop, keep driving. You just, you're hearing all of these crazy ass screams and you're not even looking over your shoulder to see if JK is okay. That's crazy. You're hearing, you're hearing his wife call. Like, obviously, everybody's in a frenzy. JFK just got assassinated. Mm-hmm. You're eye on the road. Keep driving. It was him. It was the driver. But that whole think, thing was playing from a, a, a like a lower angle. What the the driver? Oh, that was an over the shoulder type move. They practice that shit. That's a hard shot to make in a moving vehicle as you're driving. Mind you, he's in the back row. They practice that. That's planned out. Oswald must have just taken the money for his family or something. Uh, do you think it was planned? Do you think that, like, like not planned, not planned, but do you Have think you seen the wink? The wife? Do you think the wife was in on it? Nah. You don't think she was in on it? Uh-uh. She loved him dearly. Okay. She loved him dearly. That's a... So it was more of those things of like, we gotta make this last without. We gotta shut his ass up. JFK, he had some fuck ups during his presidency, but I feel like he did care about the people. Um, cared about minorities as well, and his wife did too. Right. Um, and he was so vocal about it. Had to had to hush him. Not going for it. And it's kind of crazy how once you get into stuff like that, you realize when money's involved, everyone's expendable. Yep. Like, even when you start talking about... Because I read into a lot of these conspiracy theories to the point where it's like, it's kind of odd to me how stuff is still considered a theory. It's like, as Americans, we're waiting on the government to confirm it, and it's like, obviously, they're not going to confirm it. Um, Where's the museum at? Um, I believe um, somewhere on the East Coast. I don't think it's D.C. though. But if you ever see pictures of that car, they always show it's a two-seater. That's why I said this is, to me, one of the least thorough assassinations in American history. You covered up like shit. The man clearly... I guess they figured nobody's recording. Mm-hmm. The man clearly turned around and popped this man's head off. Oswald's angle couldn't even shoot him from the front. Because he was coming from the top. Yeah. He could have shot him in his temple to kill him. But he can't shoot him. He got shot, like, right here. He can't shoot the man right here. Coincidentally, at the same time, the driver was, turns around. So it was two shots, as you're saying. You think Oswald poop, and then he got the last shot. But mm-hmm. yeah, because I didn't. I, I guess I just never noticed that that last one, which was the blower. Like that nigga was done after that. He was dead. It's half his head. Yeah, damn near came off with that one. That could only happen if the man's right next to you. Type shit. Yeah. Crazy. In a moving vehicle, Oswald's supposed to make that shot. That's a tough shot to make. Uh, several levels up looking at a mu- uh, moving vehicle especially we're talking about the president now 
you scope out the area. Uh, Secret Service scopes out the area. They look for snipers and all of that. That's their job. That's why I say this is not even, this is one of the most blatant assassinations uh, because your cover-up is, all right, we're going to show the car was a two-seater. Um, we're never going to put the driver on trial, just Oswald and the umbrella guy. So the two least important people put them on trial. They never want to show the wink from the vice president to the, uh, I think it was the general at the time. Where'd you see the wink at? Um, I had to Google it. JFK, I'm going to look up JFK vice president wink. Vice president. So what really happened that day? Let's just for a moment speculate, shall we? We have the epileptic seizure around 12.15 p.m. Congressman Albert Thomas winks at President Lyndon Johnson during the swearing-in ceremony on board Air Force One after JFK's assassination. Damn. Yeah, I gotta get off of this because y'all niggas be having my mind. Conspiracy theories be having me turned, boy. There's, sometimes I gotta stop looking at it because once you look into enough of them in depth, mm-hmm. it gets kind of um, it gets kind of spooky. Like oh, for real. Like my mom, we were talking about. Um, I think it was a cure for cancer or something. I forget. It was a basically it was an important breakthrough in in healthcare. And a man had the patent for it. And it was supposed to meet with patenters, who we thought was patenters, over lunch. And uh his brother said he ran out of the, he ran out of the restaurant screaming that he was poisoned. Um and it's it's stuff like that that is like People don't realize when push comes to shove, America has documented they will get filthy mm-hmm. to protect their image, and it's it's wild to me how the extent that those like nobody's safe from. Um, and I really do think at a certain point it just comes down to what's in your pockets. Do you have enough to cover the bill? Because um, people like Trump, you'll be okay. His connections more so. I think when Epstein died and that um, visitor list was exposed, not enough people looked into that. Because I was like, um, you see, the Clintons are regular visitors to Epstein's island. Meanwhile, Hillary Clinton has documented a lot of people that's crossed her come up missing. So that's why a lot of people believe Epstein Epstein did not kill himself. That man was killed. But because he's such a sick dude, no one looked into it because they're like good riddance. But it's like who, who is that? Jeffrey Epstein? Yeah, I know I know the name. Um I forget why he was in I thought he was in media. Jeffrey. Jeffrey Epstein. 
No. He is an American financier and convicted sex offender. Born and oh, raised. Didn't he get a release? Didn't he go to jail and he got released? Mm-hmm. Didn't he? Yeah. Uh, and mind you, they let him cook for a while. They let him cook for a while. And I think what kind of sparked things was the whole R. Kelly and Bill Cosby situation. Because, you know, a lot of black people, like myself, it was like, you know, consequences are definitely in order for people like R. Kelly and Cosby. That is 100% certain. But it seems like you're only ready to throw black men under the bus mm. when, they, uh, when they're exposed. There's a lot of sick-ass white men. That you've been letting cook for decades. You even let them be president, Mr. Trump. Uh, I'd say if we're gonna, if we're gonna, as they say, drain the swamp, let's drain it completely. Right. But a lot of people's role models and heroes will be going straight to jail. But again, that's what I mean, though. Those people are too high up. They're not going nowhere. Epstein, not that, not high up enough. Uh, now nah, we're gonna we're gonna continue this next time because we're we're getting deep into it. Uh, what's your what's your what do you think about? You already know how I feel. Actually, we'll do that later. Uh, I know which one you're about to yeah. say. <laughs> if you had three wishes, what would you wish for? Three wishes. It could be whatever. That I had, um, one first wish that I would secretly, um, it can be anything mm-hmm. that I secretly had enough, the same amount of money as Bezos, but nobody knew. Mm-hmm. Um, the second one. That take takes care of all of the making sure my family's straight and friends is straight and kids is straight and all of that. My second one, um, that I could physically be there for people that believe they're alone. For everyone mm-hmm. that believes they're alone. Um, the third one, um, would probably be, (laughs) I want to say go to heaven, but I think that would be greater than a wish. Mm Um, I had a friend named... Uh, I'm not going to say a name actually I had a friend in high school that died very unfortunately mm-hmm. um, it would be to talk to her again that would be my three I like that I think that covers all the bases of what I want in life I don't really care about the money, but like I've explained to you before, brings a lot of security. Um, and if I have Bezos money, anybody in my bloodline or anybody that cares about me would never need to want for anything at all. Not only want, 
but your protection would be a one from everything. I say so nobody knows because a black man with that type of money in America is in serious danger. Yeah. Um, obviously, I would not live in America with that much money. Um, Where would you go? Damn sure not going. Um, I'd probably move. I probably move to where niggas don't be at for real, like Australia. Hell no, nah. they about racist as hell <laughs> in Australia. Probably. Not that they're not racist there, but uh, socially, I feel like they try to maintain more neutrality than anything, and also their banks are amazing. Um, Switzerland. Or like Norway type shit, yeah. I would, I yeah, I'd be out of, I'd be out of here though, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> there is not a state in America where I'm safe. No, that's true. Um... I think I'd do the same thing, but, like, I just would more want more, like, financial freedom. Just, like, just any time that I'm low on money, it would be replenished, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, that when you get that money part, it's really just, like, what you want after that. Um, I think... I, I don't know because like with the money I'd be able to buy and do what I want but I'd probably want to be able to like make an inference like have my like build my own studios across the country for radio oh that'd be dope yeah niggas just work for me for radio but like I'd do it and help niggas get to a better place or have my own academy or some shit like that and then lastly my last wish Probably be at peace. That's all you can really ask for at the end of the day, man. If I had that type of money, it'd be kind of a wink. She'd get it. I'd buy Rome and give it to my mom. There's this poem called... uh, It's a a poem by uh, Nikki Giovanni called Ego Tripping. Um, And the poem is a very powerful poem when I was uh when I was reading you should you should look it up it's when you want to feel strong um that's basically what it's for for you to realize your worth and the whole time a woman is basically talking about the strength of a woman um but I guess you could apply it to really any human for real um and in the poem she said um I named, I gave birth to my first son, no, on my son's birthday, um, I gave him an elephant, on my son, no, I gave my son Hannibal an elephant for his birthday, and when he got older, he gave me Rome, and I'm sure you know who Hannibal is, um, uh, famous, uh, military general, that was his war style of using war animal war elephants to conquer Rome. Um I thought that was when when I had probated um I don't know if I ever told you but my line name is uh significant and all of them have their own special meaning. Um basically everybody above me thought 
I was going to be somebody. But I felt it would be cocky as hell to say that in a room full of strangers. So I used a Bible quote instead. And I was trying to find the perfect one. And the one that I used uh, said, um, kind of dot, dot, dot. But I was knitted together. I was knitted together perfectly in my mother's womb. And it was kind of a wink to her about the poem um, Ego Tripping. That in the poem, she also says, um, I'm perfect. I'm so perfect that even my um, errors are correct. And it was a wink to her that was basically like, uh, she's so perfect that she can only give birth to said perfection, being myself. Um, so giving her wrong would merely just be a kind of a wink to that poem. Elijah, Elijah Jones, Gardner, ladies and gentlemen. What a oh, fuck you. <laughs> 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 Let's get so. Um, what you been listening to? What's been your mix, man? Um, I've so I've been trying to practice using more momentum on my days and be more productive. So I've been going back and forth with I think three songs for real that have pretty much. I always start my whenever I put my headphones in. I got to start my rotation with these songs. It is four songs, actually. Five songs. I started with Too Easy mm-hmm. by Gunna. Six songs. <laughs> Too Easy by Gunna. Eleanor Rigby by The Beatles. Um, Feeling Like Tunchi. Um, Then I'll probably go to Lay With You by Isaiah Rashad. Um... I think that's five. And I ended with, although I don't fuck with this man, um, Broken a Minute by Tory Lanez. Because that one always it gets me amped up. I don't like any other song by him at all. Have you listened to that the Isaiah Rashad album? It's a really good. I was playing it for you. Give me it. Isaiah Rashad is probably, not all time, but currently, probably like. Probably like, probably like my fourth favorite artist at the moment. Definitely top five. Um, you probably already know this, but I like artists that don't have to rely heavily on engineering with their songs. Like if you're if you're getting a bulk of your applause because of how heavy you're going into auto tune and stuff like. The only artist that I really fuck with with their auto tune is Travis because I feel like he's mastered it. Mm-hmm. Just like T-Pain mastered it. Like um he's he's using it, but also his flow so good that he really doesn't need to use auto tune, but he just engineers it so well, just gives it that extra Push. uh yeah. And I kind of take away from Cardi cuz I'm like the point of hip hop should be lyrics. And if most of your music sounds more like a screech, or kind of same thing with how you say it, Nav, Nav. Um, I don't dislike them, but I'm like, in terms of bars, you're not coming heavy enough. You're another guy that you're going, you're trying to go by the sound of it, which it certainly should be an element, but. Your voice alone and your bars should carry the melody to me in this genre. I feel like with pop, then you can kind of go more so 
uh, engineering and all of that stuff. But with hip hop, rap, I feel like you more so rap. You need to be saying something. If this is rhythm and poetry, poetry needs to be a part of this somehow. That's why I fuck with Isaiah Cole, um, a bunch of artists that not purposefully stay away from auto-tune, but their their emphasis isn't on I, I think they're also real songwriters, like real music makers. Like I have my fair share of the guys that I like, but like I think that Isaiah Rashad, like I like calm rap. So when you can get on a beat and it's like a really like like you like the beat, but he's carrying it. But he's carrying it. Like, uh, I think it's uh, HBCU is the one. I think, yeah, HB2U. That's how I be feeling. That's why I like Travis. Because his beats will go stupid. But when he gets on it, all of a sudden, this is yeah. completely different. Yeah. Versus this guy, your beat is going stupid. It's playing a pretty big role. And if I cut the beat off and just listen to you, I'm going to hate it. This nigga hate Cardi. I'm not gonna. I don't. I don't like. There's a few songs where I'll listen to it. And I, who's this? And someone says Playboy. I noticed that's usually with a feature, but um, I'll be like, okay. And I also notice there's usually songs where he's not really going too much in the. He's, he's rapping. And like, I fuck with it. Not necessarily what he's saying. But I, I know he's riding on it. I so. feel like we talk about Cardi every show. <laughs> because he's kind of... You know how people use Yachty as like the staple of this new wave of rappers? Yeah. And some people call him like mumble rap, even though I don't really consider him mumble. My boy, um, he's kind of my staple of the auto-tune generation of an engineering in- generation where now I feel like everybody feels like they can try music because you just get a good producer. They change your voice enough. And you just say whatever. And it's like, that should not be what... If we consume music this much, we shouldn't saturate it to just... Sound alright. Let's <laughs> fuck with it. I, I like him, so I can't say Doug, well, Young Thug is another one where sometimes he be killing me. Bro, his new album is really good. Though. It is. I should and I was... Good, when he said it was a rap punk thing, yeah. I wasn't going to listen because... Um, I personally am not a huge fan of rap punk, and he had this one snippet of him in that band doing it, mm-hmm. and everybody was like, "Okay." I personally was like, "If I don't know what you're saying, I can't be that into it, man." This is one song that's called "Dropping Jewels." Yeah, and he's just talking about a bunch of shit or his life too. But I really fuck with it. It's really good when you hear him. <laughs> yeah, you know what the hell he's, he's saying. That nigga's doing yeah. stupid. Doug is really good whenever he's trying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. there's but, songs where you definitely like. He didn't give a shit. This song right here. I really love that song, bro. It's really been like the top of my shit. So yeah, I'll say Isaiah Rashad has been heavy. Like just because of what I've been going through, I've definitely been listening to hella, hella, hella Don Tolliver, bro. That new album was really good. It was. Um, I love the R&B that he came with. Don Tolliver is probably... He's right outside. Not actually, nah. Because Anderson Pac really ain't had uh, Pat. Um, he dropped him next month. Yeah, he ain't... He, that's what I'm saying. I'm sure once he drops, he'll be back in 
that top five all time, he's on that list for me. Um, currently, because it's, it's kind of been a minute, um, he's right outside. He's number six. But I think Don Tolliver and um, Isaiah. I've been listening to both of them heavily. I've the the Young Thug album. I've and Baby Keem have been listening to him a lot too. I'm also a big R&B guy, so I love like Summer Walker's new song, her new album mm-hmm. come out next week. So I'm gonna fuck with that heavy. This song right here, I'm listening to a lot of SZA too. Swinging on, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had a feeling. That shit is so good. And double standard. I ain't even singing this hard out. Um, have you listened to this Wally album? I'm 50 Cent. I'm not going to lie. 50? <laughs> yeah, 50? I've been listening to 50. Like, I was grocery shopping and had many men many blasting it. When I work out, I listen to that shit. That's field for me. Many men. That was a 50 cents. Many, 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 many. That was a 50 cents I heard the other day. And I was like, I also listen to Pop Smoke. When I listen to, I think about 50 cents, I listen to Pop Smoke. I, I listen to Do What You Know About Love. And Brian Goliath, that's a really good cover. What's crazy, bro, that nigga, man, he would have been something. He already was something crazy. Did you this? Yeah, I just, <laughs> yeah. On the way here, I was. I was listening I to was, a um, Name Ring Bell and yeah, Poke It Out. That shit. It's shit hard. Um, I also wanted to say, bro, I really think people don't give this nigga Chris Brown a lot of props this year. Like, he's had some really solid features, bro. Especially if you want to talk about a celebrity that has been great despite all the shit they had to yeah. go through. I need Chris Brown probably. I can't find modern top of the list. I can't find the song, but when I do find it, I'm gonna tell y'all. Seems like that nigga's always getting arrested. Yeah. <laughs> and still will put out a banger. Bro. Nigga even got on the shade room and said, I'm going to make y'all miss me a little bit more. I ain't dropping yet. But and I was song, like, he's right. When I was in Georgia, they stuck it in my head, bro. It's a, it's a good song. But this song right here. Mm-hmm. You know it's I true. noticed about the Midwest. Midwest, I feel like they kind of emphasize... Less mainstream artists than in the South. Yeah. Like in the South, we really, if it's not a banger, I don't want it. Mm-hmm. Versus in the Midwest, I know this niggas will say some shit like, you heard that new, um, I guess Isaiah before he really went mainstream. Mm-hmm. Or um, everybody kind of tries to find that artist that niggas don't really know for real. Also, like, it's like that down south too, but they don't like you know niggas down south. They be listening to like YB, No Cap, yeah. Rila, yeah. like the gutter type niggas. This one too though. This one was crazy. This one, like I think niggas really forget that this nigga Chris went on the street this year with like solid ass features, bro. This nigga Chris Brown was on a roll this year, bro. Mm-hmm. That's on hard. Like Chris Brown was on a roll this you year. You heard, you heard this shit. 
Hold on. I'm trying to go to the part where it cuts out the... Jack Harlow shit. Yeah. Oh shit. Did funny. you watch it? What? The have you watched it like the, the GQ thing? The yeah, the GOAT thing. Yeah. Shit was fucking those that's a we did boy, that. Boy, they show. better. That duo got a lot of potential. I don't and know why he didn't go on tour with Jack and not J. Cole. Like J. Cole was a bigger platform, but it would have made a lot of sense if he went on track. J. Cole's a bigger platform, but in a different arena, I feel yeah. like. Jack should have been the guy. Especially y'all, their chemistry. It's crazy. Versus him and J. Cole's chemistry. It's not the same. There's this girl. She's pop. I think you've probably heard of her. She's all over TikTok. But I've been listening to her music. It's really good. It's fire, bro. Like she got that she got that voice. I like that pitch. Yeah, her shit fire, bro. Shit fire as fuck. I've been listening to also like a lot of like Alchemist and shit too, but Yeah. That's what me and Elijah been listening to. Um we're at the end of the show, but we'll we'll do one more question since we um I wanna get it in. We'll talk about Kyrie next show. Um Let's do that one. Instead of the other one. Because we low-key already talked about the other one. All right, we can do it. But All right, so you got to go first, though. Kyrie's stance on vaccination. I was trying to get to the point, sweet or sweet, but what's your, what's your, what do you think about Kyrie and his stance? He said, basically, he's not playing in any of the NBA games. He was going to play at all the away games, but not the home games. But then the guy was like, if you're not going to get vaccinated, you're not going to play no games at all. So now he has to sit out, and every game that he missed, he has to pay. He gets fined, and uh, he just says that he's he has a stance with like he want and like honestly, I'm gonna just talk. I feel like uh, I agree with Kyrie. I do believe that it's your body, it's your choice, it's your temple. What you want to do, you only get one body. So whatever you want to do, like I actually had to go listen to him and see it from his point of view because the media does fuck mm-hmm. with like Stephen A. and they were on his ass. Mm-hmm. They were like, bro. Definitely. And I know Stephen A was like, uh, they think that, Stephen A said that he thinks that he's trying to use this to a way to get out of right. playing basketball. Right. I was like, I don't think he's doing no. that. Like, no. But, I don't listen too much to Stephen A. Smith. I was also thinking to myself, I was like, bro, like, you got to think about it. Yes, as a, as a teammate, I'd be pissed. But you're going to force somebody to do something that they don't want to do. It's like, no. But then when he said, he was like, Oh, I'm not against the vaccine. I'm against. I'm with pro choice. Then I was like, uh, I see, but like, yes, people are getting, they're losing their jobs and shit because of this vaccine and shit like that. I don't think that's right, but like, also people being, also people getting mad at Kyrie and be like, bro, you're getting fifty thousand million. Of course, million. he's the most vocal about it, so he's gonna he's gonna get the most the most flat, but that but like. You're getting fifty million dollars to play basketball. This is not. You should play exactly. a fucking game. That shit is fucking exactly. stupid, though. So, 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 I've always been conflicted 
with this topic, especially with Kyrie. But here's the thing. Because I've heard a lot of people take the sense of, it's my body, it should be my choice. Mm-hmm. Um, which is kind of ironic to me because on the topic of abortion, I feel like Americans forget this. But on vaccinations, um, all of a sudden everybody gets to the point. But in, that's the size of the Um I completely agree with that sentiment. It is exactly your body and it is indeed your choice. You should be free to make the choice of whatever you want to inject into your body. Just like the city in which you work should have the choice uh, to move on without you. I don't know why Americans believe your freedom of decision also means freedom from consequences. Especially in a world where uh, people are dying. I see you uh, are full. You, th- we've, we, we should understand now, especially as adults, this isn't just an individual decision. This is a decision that impacts communities. Um, so as we're trying to attain herd immunity and you decided you want to take a decision and all of this is, is as a society, we made a decision as a society to get the virus. You made a decision against the society to not get the virus, as you should. If the society believes they need to move on without you, then you should stand firm in your beliefs. I'm not going to get the virus. You should also not get the pension that comes with getting the virus. You should. I've always I told my friends. If people say they're not going to get the virus, I completely understand. And I also believe hospitals should not waste the bed. You said you didn't want to get the virus. You wanted to get your family and put your family in jeopardy. You want to put your kids in jeopardy. You want to put your friends in jeopardy. Put them in jeopardy. But But you're not going to put people that complied and cared about others in jeopardy. That's not fair to them. This is what I think. I think a lot of people are hard Kyrie, but... Kyrie's been sticking to it. Like, if Kyrie was like, exactly. oh, I don't want to get the vaccine, and then it was like, why don't y'all let me play the That's game? That's what... Like, motherfucker's been... Motherfuckers been minding his... Exactly. caught playing flag football. Exactly. Let's talk about that. And motherfuckers I minding his own business. It's not like he's being a big-ass baby. Exactly. I'll concede with Kyrie that at least he said, I don't... Y'all like like I want to lose money. Yeah. But he's accepted you're going to lose money for this. Yeah. And he knows that's what comes with it. But other Americans, they'll lose their job for it. And it's, it's like they, they immediately take the victim role. Yeah. But you just made the decision. I'm not getting this virus. We shouldn't. You shouldn't receive special treatment. We could know. I knew this from the jump. What's going to happen is, and mind you, all of a sudden, everybody's talking, I don't want to be forced to do this. I don't want to be forced to do that. But, other, but everybody forgets. If you want a passport, if you want to go to school, if you want to go to college, if you want to get this job, you got to get a vaccination anyway. Yeah. In the first place. So now all of a sudden, coronavirus comes around. Everybody takes this extreme stance. We'll send the virus. When was it approved? You never ask these same questions with any of these other no. viruses. As somebody that's going into healthcare, and somebody asks, well, this information should have been provided to the general public anyway. I was like, if the general public has demonstrated that they cannot and will not, process the information to make intelligent decisions why would i waste the time to explain to you epidemiology and how viruses work and how i seen Stephen a says this though and i did agree with him you being a health manager you would know when it comes to physicians and people like they're around the athletes all day 
and they're telling them to take this pill, mm-hmm. put this in their body, or do this, or this enhancement. Mm-hmm. They you believe be down to do it. They'll you do believe it. them? Yeah, but when it comes to doing the vaccine, all of a sudden there's some ploy. Yeah. They're still waiting on the ploy, though. Yeah. It's supposed to be a microchip or something. Still waiting on that. I don't think there's any documented microchips yet. I don't even know I think why it kicks think in 10 years from now. Or so. people, I don't know. People keep on saying that. That's my... You're going to get tracked. That's my you have point, a tracker Shay. Right here. Exactly. All of these things are already... You have your webcam all the time on your laptop uncovered. Your phone is always tracked. Yeah. You never said anything about that. Number one. Number two, healthcare gains nothing for lying to the public. That's going to come back on our ass. Yeah. Why would we lie to y'all? Mm-hmm. Number three, science in general is an unbiased approach to natural phenomena. That's the only way we can understand the truth. A friend of mine was talking, not a friend, more so just a person that wanted to challenge me on this. Um, they were talking about how sloppy everything was with the coronavirus, how there was so much uncertainty and so much flip-flop. And I had to understand... And it. And I welcome the questions, and I welcome anybody that wants to challenge me on this as well. Um, I always explain, first and foremost, the flip-flop is literally science. That's a scientific approach. If you are trying to figure out anything that exists in this world or outside of this world, there will be flip-flop. That's how you become to concrete solutions and explanations for what's around you. It should have been expected in the first place. But, and again... You notice most of this conflict is coming in red states that's already bottom of the barrel when it comes to education in the country in the first place. So I always thought it was a lost cause and even trying to explain to these people science, epidemiology, so on and so forth. Yep. However, we're at a point where they feel like we must, uh, regardless of even though they already made their mind up that they're not getting coronavirus. But again, like I said, if you're going to say adamantly, I'm not getting this virus because before it was, I'll wait till everybody else gets it. Then people do. Now nah, I'm going to wait until blah, blah, then I'm going to wait again. And then I'm going to wait again. So you've made the point. You don't want to get the virus. You don't trust it, which is fair. You don't have to. Nobody can force you to do anything. But that does not mean you're safe from losing your job because you refuse to give it, especially people that are in the hell. I see your nurses all the time. All right, I want you, I want to play this clip and I want you to hear, see what you think about it. Hmm. You know, to play with my name, you know, to continue to play with my image and play, continue to paint me in a certain type of way without me speaking, like these dudes are puppets. Like, come on, like you going on TV speaking about stuff that, you know, my family has to see. You know, my friends have to see, like, supporters have to see, and then I have to come on here and address all this in a certain type of manner because it has to come authentically. You know, they can't come with a script. These dudes read off, read off scripts. You know, they calling me unintelligent, calling me all these different types of names, and they will never say it to my face. I heard, Yeah, I heard that. They will never, ever come up to me in person and say that type shit to my face. Ever. Fans. Anybody, like anybody, come up and say that to my face. Oh, you're staying safe. You following COVID protocols. You're wearing a mask, and you're unvaccinated or you're vaccinated. You know, like that's that's on you. Like you should stand on that. But that doesn't mean going out and advocating for things for other people to do with their lives. Like you can't be on both sides. You can't be like, yo, I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do this. Nah, make a choice. Like stand with everybody. It's it's all good. <laughs> it's all good. It, if you at peace, you know, with the world. 
but I'm not going to continue to be at odds with myself and my own beliefs and what I stand on because it's not agreeable or, or people don't see it as the right choice to me. You know what I'm saying? And I just continue to pray for all those out there that have lost people to the pandemic, to COVID. You know, I continue to pray for all those that are dealing with things in their lives. But what does that mean if you still want to take part in? If you if you want to take part in that solution, then it doesn't. Your 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 prayers and your thoughts and your condolences don't mean too much. My thing with that is, um, I hear the term puppet a lot on both sides. I hear people that are unvaxxed call people that are vaccinated your puppets because you're believing what the government tells you. I challenge that because, if anything, initially the government was opposed to the coronavirus. Our previous president was uh, vehemently Heavily. opposed to the uh, the virus until he uh, vaccination until he received coronavirus and spread it. Um, I can only see him calling Stephen A. Smith and other people a puppet in the sense that they're condemning him for the sake of keeping their job for their large corporation. Make, getting the virus, and this is another thing, for unvaxxed people, you hate people calling you stupid. Even though you, I still haven't heard any good reasons for not getting the vaccination besides you're skeptical. Yeah. That's it. So far, I haven't heard any bulletproof, factual reasons as to why this vaccination is not good for me or others. Yeah. It's just, I don't trust it. But you don't want to get called stupid for that. But you will be the first person in the room calling somebody else a puppet for believing in science. Right. Provable and disprovable science. Mm. That's my skeptic. That's my, um, that's my thing with Kyrie and other people. Like, you cannot be excluded from condemnation just because that, of your options. I hate that it's also become like a political thing. Like it shouldn't and happen. that's why we haven't seen it. In, Wuhan, China has been over this area. Ground zero for uh, coronavirus is back to normal because they didn't politicize the vaccination. They just said, y'all, we want to get over this. So let's get over this. But um, but in America, anything can be politicized at all. If a woman said, this is my body and it's my choice. If I need to get an abortion, then I will get an abortion. And it will be a room full of men to say, I disagree. Or if I say, um, certain forms of education need to be taught. A critical race theory to be specific. Um, other people say, I disagree. That's going to make me feel bad. Anything at all in America could be politicized. And it's it's strange to me because we don't argue things that really matter to um to like we we don't hold I don't feel um political officials to the same condemnation that we'll give one another. Like um I've seen a lot of videos on YouTube where people are very passionately dis- uh, disagreeing with one another yeah. um, for whatever options. But people that actually are in positions of power to enforce some of these rules, we don't hold them to the same accord. Mm-hmm. I just seen something the other day 
um, I think it was like the governor of Alabama banned critical race theory uh, to be taught in schools. Um, even though it's not taught in Alabama, and obviously there's a bunch of public discourse on what is this the thing? Like I saw like some like no, the one in Texas, the governor in Texas, she's already fucked up. But governor in Texas taking out all like black stuff that has to do anything with do a black America mm-hmm. taking it out of the. But we won't talk about that. Yeah, we'll talk about unvaxxed people. I feel bullied and shit like that. You dumb motherfuckers. Yeah, why would y'all get the virus, uh, vaccination in the first place? And I'd be like, bitch, you already started off this shit not trying to understand vaccinated people and their decisions just because they care about others. You've taken the stance of, I care about me and mine. Fuck others. Mm-hmm. That's going to bring skepticism because we live in a society. Yeah. You you made a decision against a society. I think it's fair. You receive skepticism. I think it's fair. Consequences, like in every other facet of a functioning society, you will receive consequences for this as well. Except mine are more extreme, I feel. I say, don't waste the bed. Can we not? Because I've heard too many stories of people asking the nurses, what can I do, what can I do? And the nurse has to tell you it's too late. Somebody that actually cares about others and society and their communities they should be receiving the treatment you made your choice stick to your choice no I was gonna ask you a question but you answered it yeah what no you already answered it what was the question on like the like on Kyrie's sense like he's he says he's not against the vaccine but he's pro-choice but I I still don't he's sticking to his stuff what is your if he gets if he gets it and He's down bad and he needs to go to the hospital. What do you think? I don't. First of all, I don't think Kyrie's stance is nearly as profound as he thinks he thinks it is. He's he said that he's trying to be a voice for the voiceless. I don't know how voiceless it could be since this has been public discourse for some time now. Um, but um, he says he wants to be a voice. I'm not anti the vaccination. However, I'm not getting the vaccination because. And that would make you anti, sir. You're ve- you're adamantly saying you're not gonna go get the virus. What does that mean? That means anti. <laughs> that means anti, sir. So, uh, uh, although you don't want to, and although I know you're trying your best to avoid criticism and labels, you picked a group, anti-vax. That's your that's that's your voice that. now. I hate that this is a thing, bro. I hate that this is a thing. Anyways, that was another episode. One of one, me and your boy Elijah, we went over a lot of time, but we never really get to this deep in the conversation. We'll probably pick it up next week. We got a bunch of stuff that we still need to talk about that we didn't get to on our script, but as always, thank you for coming. Thank you guys for listening. And um, until next week, we'll catch you guys.